You are listening to the Power and Pros Podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You are tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros podcast. How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? I'm feeling good these days, so I hope y'all are too. Um, I am excited for the episode. If you looked at the title, then you already know we're coming with a guest this episode. It's been a minute since we had a guest on the show, but I really try to make sure that every person that I have on here, one, they stuff is tight. So if you want to go follow them, see what they're doing outside of Power and Pros, that is somebody that's going to bring value to y'all. And then also, I want to have people on that I no. Um, so I think, you know, we all know a lot of people, especially me being in New York, but not from New York. And then I got people at home, like all these things. Um, it's definitely an array of people that I could introduce to the show, but as y'all know, Power Pros is my baby. So I really, really, really try to be, um, discerning before I bring anybody on. So with that said, I'm super, super excited to introduce our guest today. Um, We are going to be talking about the power in being imperfectly perfect with Tamisha E.T. So Tamisha is a Haitian American podcaster, creative director, designer, and coach. To sum it all up, she's an all-around creative, y'all. She's self-employed, working as a designer and a creative director. She enjoys speaking life into people and helping them turn their ideas into reality. She's that friend that's going to push you to believe you can do whatever it is that you want to do. She's a lover of all things fashion, God, and ooh, girl, me too. That being said, I want to introduce Tamisha to the show. Hey, girl. Hey, son. (laughs) We are live. How are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm good. I'm excited. I'm extremely humbled by this opportunity right here to be on your podcast. Girl. Amazing. So, y'all, Ramisha is over her podcast that she produces. It's called Unleashing Souls. And it really, really is for creators. I think that's why um, us kind of joining at this moment with Power Pros and Unleashing Shows together is just so divine because literally all of us are walking around. We have souls. And I think it's a conscious decision that we have to make every time we wake up, every day we create something, every time we have conversations to unleash the goodness of our mm-hmm. souls. Um, and I think that on Timisha's show, she's always one, like, just being real, to being vulnerable, and then really giving you keys and little personal antidotes of like how she's working through that process because it is a process. And then I always walk away just feeling like, mm, like that's real. Like I need to think about that. <laughs> um, so I guess I want to talk about one, like how long have you been doing Alicia shows? How did it get started? And then the name I just love. So like, how did you even think and decide on that being the name for the show? Okay, so Unleashing Souls was basically birthed in 2017. Um, God gave it to me in 2016. You know, like when you get saved and then you have to get saved for real, for real. Mm-hmm. So I got saved for real, for real. And I still had to get saved again after that. But we know we we're all saved that first time. But when I got serious with God, um, I started writing. Um, I used to write, like, but it used to be, like, just my journal, things that happened that day, like Roxy stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I um 
gave my life to Christ for real. It was like in a dark moment. And I don't know, I just picked up my pen and the notepad and I just started writing. And I used to write a lot. Like God used to just give me like a lot, a lot of revelation. And I didn't know what that was or what that meant at that time. Um, That was around November, 2016. And then um, he gave me this name, like Unleashing Souls. I don't even know how it came about. I don't know if I dreamt it or I just was like in a deep brainstorming and it came and that was the name that came about. And um, in January, he gave me the date, January 17, 2017. And um, I launched it as a blog back then. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I, w- I didn't know much about podcasting. So it was just like a blog. I would go on every week, but I would do videos and stuff like that to promote the blog. So it's like God, he was setting it up. I would do videos, kind of like talking. Um, and then I'll post the blog and stuff like that to get people to go um, read the blog. And then, um, girl, I stopped doing the blog probably like three months later. <laughs> and then life hit. And fast forward to two, 2018, I was in a deep, deep, deep depression. Like I never felt that way before. Mm. And I went to finally pick up my pen and I was just like to create a blog. But I was like, this is too much to write. Like I cannot possibly tell them how I feel, what's going on in my head when by writing. So I I was literally in a car. I remember I was outside my job. I think I just got off work. I um took the recorder thing off my phone and I literally just started talking. Like I just started talking, 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 talking about depression and where I was at. And then girl, I uploaded it to SoundCloud. No nothing, wow. no cover, nothing like that. I uploaded the SoundCloud and then I posted a picture like on my Instagram like um, it was like a picture of me laughing at something. I was just like, yeah, something to the effect of like, I wish, or I remember the days like when we laughed, something like, girl, something crazy, corny, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I put, um, click the link in my bio. I just talked about depression or something like that. And mm-hmm. girl, like the DMs that I was getting from that, I was just like, what? I was like, and I was scared to do it, but I still did of it course. because I was just like, I need to get this out of my system. And the DMs that I was getting just, it shook me. Like, I was just like, whoa. Like, first of all, I didn't know people was even dealing with this thing because I thought I was the only one crazy in my head. And it just got a whole bunch of listens that I did not even expect. And no, most importantly, it was the people that kept reaching out to me saying, girl, I'm feeling the same way. Then I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do this every week. And then I started doing it every week. And of course, that stopped. Then I like rebranded it and I did this whole thing because I really didn't want to do this thing. Because as you would know, you're talking about your life, you're being vulnerable, you're letting people in, people that don't know you and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then I rebrand and then I made it happen um, last year, coming into this year. So, yeah. Wow. First of all, I didn't even know that whole backstory. And that literally ties so perfectly into what we were just talking about on Power and Pros. So I just finished Mm -hmm. up an Authentically Authenticating series Mm -hmm. and how that's it. Like being authentic and just doing it like, yep, no cover. 
recording on my phone, no fancy tech. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm giving you the raw, the real of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then that's where I think the people come from. Because it's like, people are attracted to authenticity. It's literally like moths to a light. Like, you know, where I think yeah. we think about all the glitz and glam, the lights, the camera, the packaging of marketing, which there's power in that stuff. Mm-hmm. But literally... The pros is where my show title comes in. It's like there's power in pros. Like literally just sharing yeah. your story is always going to relate to somebody, point blank, period. Like always, which is why it's so important to do. So I just think that's so dope that you, what you have now started off with just a raw, authentic moment. And then you just yeah. decided like, let's just keep doing this. Right. So that's so dope. Thank you. Girl. Okay. Actually, going into that. So- with us talking about being perfectly imperfect, um, with you starting the show on SoundCloud and then even with your latest couple of episodes. So, y'all, there's this one episode. I'll put it in the show notes, but T did this episode called Acceptance Letter. And that episode, y'all, it really got me because she, there's a quote where she's like, once we accept who God says we are, we'll move at our highest capacity. And I get so in my head about being perfect and wanting things to be done a certain way and buttoned up. And this is how people going to respond. Like, even though I was just was talking about authenticity and all that stuff, it's like at the end of the day, you want stuff to come to fruition in a certain light. And so with you starting your show literally on SoundCloud and just knowing your background, like everything you've been through, depression, everything, how did you be like, this doesn't have to be perfect, but it's perfect for this moment right now. Like, how did you get to that decision? So in the beginning, well, back in 2017, I just knew that honestly, I was doing it for myself. I was doing it as a release Mm. for myself because I felt like, I don't know, I couldn't express the way I was feeling to anyone around me. I felt like I was crazy. I felt like I was the only one. I didn't feel comfortable with um, expressing how I felt to anyone. So I selfishly did it. I did it for myself to get my own freedom. And then um, after I did it, I was just like, and I saw the people that it helped. I was just like, whoa, like, this is, this is crazy. It's bigger than me. Um, and then how I keep that momentum now, now I'm, I'm more like nitpicking, I nitpick and just say, I have to do this, this and that. But I still go back to the fact that if I don't do this, if God tells me to do something and nine times out of 10, every time he tells me to do something, I'm just like, Oh, I don't want to do it. But I always think about that person, that person that I, that will need it, that person that Mm -hmm. that will free, you know, that person that will relate to it, that person that's probably dealing with rejection right now. And they don't know how to maneuver that person that's dealing with um, um, depression, they don't know how to maneuver because I know if I was in a position, I would love to hear somebody just talk about it so I can know that I'm not crazy and I would love them to give me practical steps to get out of it. And that's what I do on Alicia and Souls. I try to give like, instead of giving fluff and a lot of word and a lot of motivation, I give like practical steps to like, look, sis or bro, you feeling this type of way? This is what helped me Try to do this and try to do that. It's tell me how it works and see if this will get you out of like that situation. So I really just often try to think of the person that this will help in the long run. So that's what helps me just do, basically. Well, I love the start when you were talking about how 
and you did it for your own freedom. That's so powerful. I think most of the time, um, I kind of feel that way. So I recently launched a YouTube channel. And when yes. I was thinking about this channel, girl, when I was thinking about the channel, I wasn't thinking about that. I think what was kind of choking me up. So if I want to do something and I don't do it, it literally is a choking feeling. It's like clogging up my voice like I was like you want to say something but you're not doing it and so I had to it was the same thing it was like you need to do this for yourself it's like you are writing and you want to put it out you want to I love speaking my pieces I like saying them Mm -hmm. I love deciding where this line break is going to happen and emphasizing this certain word and that was the space for me to do that and I had to again do that for my own freedom and for me to be free and then by doing that, yeah, like other people can listen, they can like, comment, and subscribe, make sure y'all do it, and get their own like freedom or whatever from what I share. So yeah. I definitely can relate to that. But I think that's my most recent moment of feeling like this is perfectly imperfect and I'm mm-hmm. okay with that. And so mm-hmm. I think has there been a moment, like what's your most recent moment where you're kind of like this ain't really all the way where it can be. Probably could improve, but it's perfect for right now. Last year, I started working out, and um, I just picked up the habit of working out. And then um, coming into this year, I like had these like thick bands, like these resistant bands that I was um, using to help me. Because my goal for this year is to get thick and rich, right? So <laughs> I wanted to get thick. <laughs> So I bought these resistant bands to help me, like, to help add pressure, you know, to help grow my Mm -hmm. um, glutes. And literally, like, I just kept posting and posting because I would post my, um, I was doing a 90-day challenge, so I would post that every day. And then I started posting the bands, and people would ask me, like, can they purchase the bands? And I was like... In my head, like I had intentions on selling the bands, but how fast people were asking me and people bought the bands, it freaked me out. I was like, what? I'm not, I don't have a logo for this thing. I don't have a page for this thing. Mm. I'm marketing through my story. I'm posting on my story that I have two bands left or six bands left and people are like DMing me and sending me cash apps for it. Like. It was so weird. I was just like, whoa, God, like, and that taught me a lot because, and it goes to what you were asking me, because I think that everything has to be perfect. That was, I'm pretty, I'm, God is breaking me out of that, but I think that everything has to be perfect. I have to have a strategy. I have to have my calendar, social media calendar set up. Mm -hmm. I have to have a photo shoot. I have to have a logo. I have to have my colors, just things that my expertise that I'm good at. So I make sure that with everything that I do, I set up my whole branding package for it. I make sure I have everything intact. And with these bands, God was showing me that, look, if you show up every day and you post something, people buy into that. People buy into the consistency. They buy into you just showing up every day. So it's like, I... I had no plan, girl. Like, I had no plan for these bands, really. I just know I wanted to sell them. And I was selling out every batch that I got until, like, I couldn't get it no more because of the COVID. But 
God showed me that even with that, you don't have to have all your T's crossed and your do- your I's dotted. If you show up every day and you do what it is that I tell you to do, I mm. will literally bless it. So that that is an example of something that happened recently that I'm just like, yo, like, this is crazy, God, that I didn't have everything put together and you just made it work. Right. Come on. Make a band selling bands. Yes, <laughs> confirmation. I'm receiving that, honey. I love it. Um, I guess, are there any qualities outside of things that we're promoting? Are there any qualities about yourself that you can think of as being perfectly imperfect? Girl. Okay. So, and and I love this title because literally God is, this is the season that God is breaking that out of me. So it's, I just thought that I had to be like, and I talked about it on an episode um, entitled, Can My Fall Stop Me? God asked me, um, do I believe that he can make good things happen for me? And I told him, honestly, no, like, I don't believe that. And I gave him a list of reasons why. And the list went on just about being prideful, unforgiveness, just like different things that I was dealing with that I thought would stop me from receiving his best. And when I tell you, he broke it down to me, like, look, at the end of the day, you're my daughter. And all of those things that you think are going to stop you from receiving my goodness is a lie. Like those things, I have combated those things already. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I am mm-hmm. love, like Jesus is love and you've accepted Jesus. So Jesus holds no um, record of wrong. Although you feel like you have unforgiveness, Jesus holds no record of wrong. Jesus is not prideful. Love is not prideful. So he was just telling me, you've accepted me. So the fact that you've accepted me, you've accepted my forgiveness. You, you've accepted my love. You've, you've accepted different things like that. So can your flaws stop you? Can your flaws stop myself? It's like, no, that cannot happen. So God was just like letting me come to grips with like, yes, I am going to have flaws in this life, but I don't have to live by those flaws because Jesus has already overcome them. So not even trying to get too deep, but it's just like, yo, I'm not good at this, but God is. So I don't have Mm. nothing to worry about. Mm. And it's like, God is showing me that, look, and I think I have a, a sense of freedom these days because God has really revealed to me that I'm never going to be perfect. And that's okay. Like the day that I'm going to be perfect, I'm going to be in heaven. So. If I, I accepted the fact that I'm not going to be perfect. So if I mess up today, that's me. That's okay. Like I, I'm not going crazy at the fact that I messed up and I, I said a wrong word or like I didn't do something to the, like, you know, the best that I thought that I could do it. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Because God knows that I'm not perfect. Like he understands that. So these days I just been giving myself grace that like, sis, you're not going to be this perfect person. This, this standard that you put for yourself. sis. the only way you reaching that is when you get to heaven and you not in heaven right now. So right now you on earth. So you're going to make mistakes and you're not going to be the best at everything right now. You're working towards it. So, you know, relax, pipe down, like you're going to be fine. So that has been helping me just accept the fact that like 
it has been helping me be a better person. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the fact that like I'm not gonna be perfect because we when we think that we're gonna be perfect, when we think that we have to wait to everything is perfect, we delay. We delay what God has for us because Listen. we go back, make it edits. Oh, let me do this. Let me edit, edit this, mm-hmm. edit. You spend 20 hours editing. And God was just like, if you would have just put that up, some you would have had three sales by now. But you want to edit, 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 and make it something that is not mm. when you just should have just posted it the first time, like when it was ready. And I'm just coming to grips with that, like. There's delay in you wanting to be perfect because you will never be perfect. Yeah, That's real. That last piece is so real because once you delay, that gives you more time. Like one, you're not putting out the thing or speaking about whatever, having that conversation, whatever you're supposed to be doing. And in that waiting time of trying to make it perfect, I feel like that's exactly the space where doubt can mm. breathe, like it can be loud, where insecurities can come in. And then it seems like, oh, well, y'all, I don't have the sales or I don't have yep. the listings or the views, whatever. And it's like, yeah, but that's because you didn't put it out. It's not because mm. you're not capable or you're not incompetent or people not messing with you. People are actually waiting on what you have mm. to say. That's good. But because you're trying to orchestrate it and dress it up and package it in such a way it's actually making you not want to do it at all because Mm -hmm. you have more room to think about how imperfect it is when the part that's not perfect about it is actually what's going to draw people to what you're doing yep so i 100 agree like that that little break or that space is so it can be so detrimental i think Mm -hmm. because then you also with something that i do which <laughs> I will ask people opinion for stuff. Mm-hmm. I already know I'm supposed to do it. I already knew the day I was supposed to upload it and everything, but then I have it and it'll be done, edited, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, see, what you think about this? Huh? You should be seeing it on my feed with everybody else. Like, it shouldn't even be where I'm like yeah. spinning it to you. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. then you do that, and then, yeah, you ask somebody opinion, they're going to tell you, even if it's just a small thing, like, oh, I like this. this or, even if somebody say, I like this, this reminds me of so and so. Now I go look at so and so, and I'm like, dang, I ain't, it's like so and so's, but so and so's bet. Let me change. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. So this is never getting out, basically. Yep. <laughs> what's finna happen? Because you just added more and more that you need to change or more reasons yep. why you're not up to snuff. And I think that is just a true detriment to all of us and like our purpose and what we have going on. Because for me, and I don't know, this might sound bad, but I think that people that don't have everything perfect. I I sit there and I soak it up like a sponge. When you yes. watch videos of like, um, I don't know why I always go back to her, but when Saraji P. Henson was doing interviews and she's talking about moving to LA, living in her mm-hmm. car, she had two hundred dollars, da da da. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, like you know what I'm saying? Like you shut up my TV right now. I'm thinking like she can afford whatever clothes she wants right now. She yeah. can do this and that right now. But at her start, that was not part of her story. And I mm-hmm. love stuff like that because it's like a motivating thing but then when it comes to this i can't have no i moved somewhere and i was in i had 200 dollars. i'm like no i need to move and have two hundred thousand dollars because right. i need to be set up and i need to and it's like yeah so nobody's story is like that not the people <laughs> you look up to not your homies and not you like it's just that's yeah. not how it works 
And I think I discredit the growth that could happen when things aren't perfect or the community that could be built. Like even me and you, I feel like we talk so much because I came to you like, hey, bruh, this podcast stuff. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So if I was perfect, like we wouldn't even probably be recording this episode right now because mm-hmm. I wouldn't feel like I need community for what I'm doing, you know? So yeah. I think there's so many things we can get when stuff is not so buttoned up that mm-hmm. we don't even think about. Like if y'all think about it, some of the friends y'all have or experiences you were able to have, especially if you think back to people that went to college, some of your best days did not, that wasn't even your plan. Yes. Some of the best day parties you go to, you know what I mean? Some of the best yep. people that you meet. It's like, mm-hmm. we weren't even supposed to be at the McDonald's that day. We were supposed to be going to Popeye's, but Popeye's is closed. So like, you know what I'm saying? Then you meet somebody at the McDonald's. So it's like, even little stuff like that, if I'm so dwelling on the fact that I was supposed to go to place A or do thing A and I didn't, and thing B is so dope and it's so many new connections I'm going to have and whatever, but mm-hmm. you still dwelling on the thing that you feel like got away, that really takes away from what's going to amplify you in the next season, I feel like. And we get caught up on that so much. So true. That's so true. And even you saying that, um, imperfect people or people that have flaws and stuff like that you're attracted to literally I was just thinking that um as you were speaking it's just like the people that don't have it all together those are the people that I'm attracted to because Mm -hmm. I'm like yo like the people you know the business owners and things like that on Instagram that tell you like yo today was not my best day or look, I, you know, made this shipment and I got all the buttons on these things wrong or whatever the thing is. Like I'm attracted to them because it's like, oh, you make mistakes too. Okay. Yeah. sis, I, I thought I was the only one like, and that draws you to that person. And yeah, we know everyone makes mistakes, but not everyone broadcasts those mistakes. Like they broadcast the wins. Yeah, so I think yeah. that's very important too. Like everything you said was on point. The unplanned things be like, and I think even in the unplanned things, they happen so well and they work out so better. Cause I feel like it gives God the freedom to do what he want to do because we be like micromanaging. We be, I know I do like, Oh, this going to happen this way. This going to happen this way. And God is like, uh-huh. okay, sis, you thought, <laughs> and it's like, whatever he plans or whatever ends up happening is so much better. A hundred percent of the time. It's a, it's a perspective thing. I think if you look at what you lost, what's not popping off, what other people have, which a lot of us do, then you always operating out of a perspective of lack and not good enough. And that's a difficult spot to be in, but you also trying to be dope and you also trying to walk in purpose. You're also trying to motivate other people. It's hard to do that when you don't feel motivated. Where yeah. if you let where you at, no matter what's going on, motivation like okay I can get creative with how I'm gonna do this like or okay I thought I could do this by myself I can't but okay now me and C can team up and do whatever like you know Mm -hmm. when you can do that that creates that that freedom what she was talking about forgot to come in but I now your posture is ready for me to up the ante on this thing but if you have a posture of like yo shoulder slump how I'm gonna put some more stuff on you how I'm gonna give you some more areas of influence if you can't even you don't even feel like carrying what you got that's good so oh that's good that's yeah that's why i've been having a first of all i'm gonna have to run this back because (laughs) 
it be some days where I'm like, yo, I thought I, okay, actually I had a moment of, I had to delete something. So everybody's watching, um, Pass the Tide and mm-hmm. talking about ripping up your list and relationship goals and all of this stuff. And I didn't have a list per se for romantic relationships. And so, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, in my head, like it's certain stuff I still want my dude over six feet, please. Like <laughs> it's the certain stuff that please come correct. But I didn't have a list written down. That wasn't in my manifestation journal or like mm-hmm. my vision board for 2020, whatever. And I was okay. I'm at least I, I feel like I passed it. It was like, check, pass that test. I don't got that problem. Let me move on to the next sermon, pass the tie, whatever. And I got checked. I got checked. I had a Google Doc that I made in 2019 when I first launched the podcast. And I went a couple months up and each under each month. So I write December. Under December, I put how many followers I want to have, how many listens I wanted uh-huh. to have, how many subscribers. And it was a goals google doc and then i seen like two months i had looked at it um this month i went back and i looked if i didn't hit it i would bold it i put it in red how mm-hmm. that was like you know what i'm saying it's so so derogatory and like yeah red flag you didn't do this red flag red flag and it was like is that a red flag mm-hmm. and so later on this year in 2020 i wrote down that power and prose will champion impact over numbers so when pastor ty is talking about rip up your list and he's talking about xrz i'm thinking i didn't check the box and that's not an issue i had and i forgot i have not checked that google doc in months it was not updated i didn't have new goals or nothing but just the fact that it existed i was like you need to delete this google doc because that's a list that you have that's expectations this is all stuff that one it don't give no freedom for like they don't they don't take into account one of my poetry videos going viral. They don't take into account somebody just liking the podcast and showing like you know what I'm saying they sharing it to their friends. They don't take into account no organic pop off. They don't take into account guys just being like, Are you ready? Like they don't take into account nothing. It was like, okay, if you said you want an extra fifty followers, that's all you like I wasn't even doing the stuff that I wrote down, but let's say that that was popping off, like everything I wrote was happening. Mm-hmm. It still would it even be enough to me? You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like I could if I could have so much more, I was really limiting myself to these things that I thought mm-hmm. should happen or how my growth should go over amount of time. And mm-hmm. I was like, but look at who is DMing you though. Look at what the reviews are seeing. Look at what not even that. Look about how confident you feel. Like mm-hmm. me recording day one versus me recording right now, two different people. I'm coming from a totally different place. So even that that's that impactful for me mm-hmm. over numbers you know what i'm saying yeah. so it was like dang i really don't have to be perfect i don't have to have everything together and the whole world do not have to be kissing my butt for me to feel empowered to do what i'm yeah. doing <clears throat> yep which i don't hey. feel every day but i think the moments when i do i really try to hold on to them and figure out how i got there so i can repeat that and really make it a practice because getting caught up in other people validating us or needing other people's version of perfection to mm-hmm. let us know what being perfect is can really, really, really trip us up. That is so... I love everything you just said. Like, down to the T. I love it. Because it's like, if one person... 
literally, if one person is free by whatever God put on your heart, then you did what you had to do. What if that person listened and never even sent you a review? Mm-hmm. Never liked any of your doesn't even follow your page or the podcast page, not even subscribe. But they listened and they was free in that moment. But we would never know. And I'm proud of you for still showing up every day, like for your podcast, for your brand. You show up. And that's what you just say, everything you just said, just like literally just check my heart because it's like, you want to make impact in whatever you do. 10 followers or 10,000 followers. If you're not making impact, everything you're doing is in vain. Basically, that's what I know. For real, for real, for real. And I think it's so, it's just so beautiful when you connect with people. Like I'm talking to people that don't live here. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, how you know me? Like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, hi. (laughs) Um, And it's just so dope because People are, you can be really chained up and like mm-hmm. feeling like your voice don't have power, feeling like you, okay, who listen? Like I'm, I'm literally making a podcast about that. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. that's, that's for you too. Like run that episode back. You need to do the same thing. And so mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what drives me. It's cause it's like, dang, how are you talking about owning your voice, baby girl? You gotta do it. What the? When you wait on the YouTube, well, the YouTube is waiting on you. Like you have to do it. So yeah. that's that's really where I've been. I feel like the term "perfectly imperfect" is an oxymoron. Like it's revealed. What's revealed in the term is your perspective. If you're anxious about being imperfect, you're ignoring that you can be seen perfect just as you are. You know. Mm-hmm. And I think that yeah, even perfectly imperfect the word perfect comes before imperfect but a lot of us put the emphasis on the imperfect part because that's what's mm-hmm. ringing in our head it's like yep i guess i'm just perfectly imperfect it's like you know you say it from yeah. just a place of defeat where mm-hmm. it's like i'm perfectly imperfect like you know i'm right. marked i'm called i'm like that's yep right. this ain't buttoned up but it's here i did it yeah. i'm showing up every other week i'm giving y'all these poems i'm slinging these episodes like you know what i'm saying i'm giving it. y'all these resistance bands that's that's just the point blank and period about it but mm-hmm. i think that it's a perspective thing it really is. And it's crazy because um, E.T., um, the motivational speaker, he will always say, like, I, I'm i not the most, like, educated. Mm-hmm. I'm not. There's someone else that's more educated than me. But I show up every day. And I, like, I didn't have a high school diploma. It took me however, how many years to get, like, a, a college degree. And it's like, I am, basically, I am perfectly imperfect, but I'm here. So you don't have to have it all together because someone else could have, like, someone else could someone else could be gifted in what you're doing. But because you show up every single day and you do whatever it is every single day, and it may not be perfect, but you come up every day and you do this thing, you're going to get farther than the person that has that gift because that person that has that gift, they think that the gift is what's going to take them there, and mm. it's not. Mm. So it's like the fact that you showed up, you could learn what, they, what they're gifted at. You know what I'm saying? So as long as you come in like, you know what? I know I'm not the best, but I'm going to start where I am. 
That's good. And I'm going to continue to do what I need to do. You going to end up being the best. That's it. So it's like, we, we have to, and another thing that helped me throughout this season, I was on, um, Mike Todd live when he was having the, um, he was having some, I think baptism, I don't know, but he was having some live thing. He was on there for like hours and he had a guest come on and the man was like, we think we got to be perfect to do what God needs us to do. And he was like, when God created the earth, he looked at the earth and he said, this is good. Like, this is good. He was like, God didn't say this was perfect. Mm. God never used the word perfect. He looked at man. He said, this is good. He did not say this is perfect. So if God never used the word perfect when he was um, describing us in his creation, why do you think that you have to be perfect? You're putting a standard on yourself that God didn't even put. Come on. He said, this is good. Like, look at his creation. His creation was good. Why do we think we have to be perfect? That will stick with me to the end of time. Because I'm like, wow. I'm putting an expectation on myself that God didn't even put on me. Mm-hmm. hmm I think that's real. And I like that stipulation that we put. And that feeling of being imperfect, I feel like it's manifest in comparison. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like God don't look at us and compare us to each other, which is why we are all good, which is why he can say, I'm well pleased with you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think we don't tell ourselves that because of how we looking at the person next to us or the person across over there and all of that. And when we compare ourselves Sometimes I know for me, it's actually in a Drake song. He was like, Drake was like, <laughs> it was like racing, said. racing gets myself, but I'm a couple steps behind. Period. And I, I felt that line when I first heard that girl. First of all, like middle school, whatever he said, I was like, ooh, that's a word. Like yeah. I definitely there are moments where even now that I'm working out and running, there's mm-hmm. a day where I run a certain amount of time. I'll get X amount of miles in and I'm like, ooh, yeah. that felt good. You know, you burn X amount of calories, whatever. The next day I run and let's say I don't do it the same time or I don't get faster or da-da-da. Mm-hmm. I start to think about that. It's like I'm racing against myself, but I'm a couple yeah. steps behind. And it starts to make me feel some type of way. And yeah. it don't make no sense. It was like, and I saw, so what I started doing was trying to set an intention, not even on some like, Y'all know the people on Instagram love to talk about intent. Not even on some like straight up intention, intention. Like, let me journal it and manifest. Like, not even mm-hmm. all that. But literally, like, while I'm putting on my shoes, it's like, what's the goal? Like, what I'm thinking about. So if yeah. I keep thinking about the goal is four miles, like, okay, well, I need to do four miles today. That's it. So the time now don't matter. The pace mm-hmm. doesn't matter. What matters is when I come back in the house, did I do the four miles? Yeah. And once I think about that, I try to keep that going while I'm running. Cause you know, the Nike app, she'll tell, she'll tell you, all right, um, time, one mile, pace, <laughs> da da da. When she say the pace, the time, I don't even hear that. It's okay, one mile yeah. done. I only got yeah. three more. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the time and the pace ain't the goal for today. So if there's a moment where I'm thinking about pace, like, okay, you've been taking it easy this week. Let's see if we can like up the ante a little bit. Then it's mm-hmm. okay, cool. So whatever pace I'm thinking about or whatever. It's okay, sis. If you can't do that for four miles, maybe we shouldn't do four miles. Let's hit two. Let's hit them with a strong two. 
and we gonna come back <laughs> in a crib. So I really try to think about this. Same thing like with the time, like you know. So I think I can break down those three areas and decide where I'm gonna show up that day. And that's what takes even myself out of the comparison game. I can't run against yeah. myself and be behind. Yeah. I'm just running now. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's with purpose, and I feel good every time. And it don't matter if I got a new achievement on the Nike Runner app, if I posted it and people like, dang, okay, like I don't even have to Mm -hmm. do all that because I set out the goal and I achieve it. So I feel like you always have to be open to progress, but it's a disservice to not accept the version of you that you standing in right there. So if I'm standing in four miles is it today. It's a disservice to, if I do the four miles, but I don't hit the pace that I want or the time that I want. Now the four miles don't mean nothing. You know what I mean? It's like, huh? That don't even, what are you talking about? And I think that's, that can get real hurtful because it discourages Mm -hmm. you from doing anything. Yes. Yes. That's so true. That comparison thing is crazy. And it's like, it goes back to what you said. If you don't put in a goal in your head when you put on them shoes or whatever you plan on doing, if you don't say, Destiny, you are running four miles today and that is the goal. And that goes with everything. Like, if you don't tell yourself, hey, I'm going to do this and I'm going to focus on this. When you go on social media, when you have mm. conversations with people, if you don't remember that goal that you told yourself, you're going to get so lost. You're going to get lost in comparing to somebody else's journey saying like, dang, you ain't reached this um mark. Dang, that person 25 and they don't reach this and you 25 mm-hmm. and you don't like focus on your goal. Focus on your focus. Focus on your goal. And that that is so good that you said that. Look, when she says the pace and the time, that has nothing to do with me. Because, look, so you did one mile, now we got three more to go. And you're focused on your focus, and that's it. Nothing else that she is saying is deterring you. And I think that's how we have to be in life so we won't we won't fall into that trap of comparison. If you know you're working on a goal to be rich and thick or whatever, <laughs> you have to focus on that goal and solely that goal, whatever God tells you to do in your diet. Don't worry about what what someone else is doing. Don't worry about other people losing weight. Don't worry about other people reaching that a milli mark or a hundred K mark before mm-hmm. you reach it. You are focused on doing the things God told you to do. You are focused on your health and you are focused on your finances. Don't worry about anything else. And I think that it's so good. Just like focusing on your specific goal so you won't get trapped into the comparison game it all comes down to which is hard for me to do i'm gonna be real with y'all this is hard for me to do but every day i work on it but it's the thought that you have to accept that perfection will never be a reality mm-hmm. it won't it'll never be your reality yeah and it's tough because that's what you're working towards. So if you're working towards something and then I'm telling you or telling myself that what you're working toward won't happen, it's like, what? Like, you know what I mean? And But it's, so it should be a motivator to tell you that shouldn't be the goal. But instead, I'm just like, okay, how can I make it happen though? Like, it's like, it won't. It can never be your reality. But contentment can be. 
it's always something that could be better, that you could change, that you could beef up. But waiting on perfect, perfection is choosing to be stagnant. And that's something I won't accept. Like, I hate that. Not moving, not progressing, not getting better. What? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, why am I here if I'm not getting better? So perfection kind of trips you up. It can haunt you on your tracks because you're trying to think through so much and stuff that don't, there's no answer to it because perfection can't be your reality. But walking in purpose, it's like there's low-key no perfect time to do it. Mm -hmm. It turns out to be perfect after you do it because everything is lined up. The person that needs to hear what you have to say, they got to hear it. The person needs to see the video that you did, read the book that you wrote, see you ran your four miles and they was thinking about running and they saw you and it was okay, cool. Like, Run walking in your purpose is never a perfect time for it, but once it happens, it's like it opens so many things up. Mm-hmm. It opens so much stuff up. I feel like when you you can be content with the season. I think that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. When you content with this video, it's okay. I could have like edited some more, but I'm content with where it's at. I'm gonna put this yeah. out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like that space. It's where I'm trying to train myself to be comfortable getting to more often than seeking perfection. One is more comfortable and I feel less stressed about it. And two, I can put out more. It's like some stuff, I don't even need to sit with it no more. But I'm sitting with a poem because I'm trying to make it perfect. It's like, I actually just need to put this out so I can work on the next way. I got 10 more ideas, but I can't move on any of them because I'm not going to let go of this one because it's not perfect. And that's not the goal. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think I've been trying to get content with like, you know, I think this is good. Where is that? Sure, I can edit it again in a couple of days if I want a couple months. I can circle back to it. But I think for right now, this is good. Right now, I can put this out. Right now, this could still help somebody. And finding that contentment, I can lean into the moment no matter what I wrote, no matter... How many listens? It was like, I felt like this, like you were saying, like I can look at it and be like, this is good. That is so good that she said that. Because perfection, and I, I think I look at it like, well, recently I've been looking at it like, and I don't know what verse it is in the Bible, but it's something where, it's in Psalms 103 or something like that. And it says, God knows that we are mere humans and that we will fall. And that verse, like, it did something to me because I'm so caught up in being perfect, even for God. Mm, and that's, that's real. Girl. And that's where even Alicia Souls comes in. Like, I have this new tagline on Alicia Souls where I say, like, free us. And it's like, we feel like we have to be perfect for God. Then we feel like we got to be perfect for our parents, our friends, people. And it's like, you are not being you, sis, for real. You're not being yourself. You're walking on eggshells. You're not saying the things that you want to say. You're not doing the things you want to do because you feel like this person might say this about you. This person might think this about you. Ultimately, you're trying to be perfect for God, so you're not going with Him. You're not going to Him with your true intent, your true heart posture, whatever. Although He already knows it, you still going there with a wall. You're not being yourself to God, and being perfect is a uh, like really 
we're only going to be perfect when we get to, to heaven. And that has been like, that has been helping me like tea, relax and calm down. This perfection thing that you're aiming towards is only going to happen when you get to heaven. And it's okay. Like, and that's okay because God knows that. And that's why I think this has been giving me peace. Like God knows that you're not going to be perfect. Like he made you to be silly. Like he made you to have this personality. Like he gave you that. Don't feel like you have to stifle that. Don't feel Mm -hmm. like you have to do certain things over and over and over again, because it's not to a standard that you think it has to be. And yeah, you know what looks right. You know what I'm saying? You know what looks right. You know what sounds right. You know when you need to say another um, verse more or another verse better. You know when you have to add a little umph. You know that. Those are basic stuff that you know. But if you're telling yourself, oh, I have to do this, and that is way above or not even your your steez, it's like, all right, Destiny, like, who are you trying to be at this point? Or, all right, T, who are you trying to be at this point? Because whoever you're trying to be, T, is not, it, it's not the real T. And it's like, dang, sometimes we got to sit back and think, like, is this really me? And what is motivating this push for me to be this person that I have in my head? So it's like, just accepting the fact that we are enough and that the way God created you is enough and the way you write is lit and the way I write is lit. And the way I speak is lit. The way you speak is lit. Once we accept the fact that we are enough and God created us just the way we are and we are progressing every single day, we are learning every single day to be better. But if we accept the fact that we are good the way we are, then that's going to take the the pressure off from being perfect and, and setting that bar extremely high that God didn't even do himself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. As long as we show Period. up, as long as we do what we got to do, we're going to be all right. As long as you put out that thing, if you creating something and you working on something and you've been working on it for some months now, you don't pass the date that God already told, put it out. Put it out. I don't know what you're waiting for. You need to put it out. You need to just send that email, whatever it is, you need to do it because at this point you're you're delaying yourself and you're delaying the timing which God has. Although God will make all things happen, but stop stop being asleep on yourself and stop putting this standard on yourself that God didn't even place on you. That should be a freedom in itself. I feel like. No, that's real. And you actually just spoke to me about something. Ooh. So I'm like, well, there it is. Oh wow. Girl, no, that's real. Oh no, I'm happy that you're doing the power tool, actually, because if I had to say the power tool, I would just say this whole episode. So um <laughs> wanna give it to you to kind of put out like a final thought, the last final action. If people don't do anything else or if they need to jump start on what to do because I think everything that we said has been fruitful, powerful and is practical. Like you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like just you can do it now with what you have. Um mm-hmm. but if there was a closing power tool that people could take away um after listening to this episode, what would that be? 
be you. And I know that sounds so cliche, but seriously, be you. And where you can start is literally sitting down with yourself and God and giving him your heart. Like, God, look, I'm this person. I'm this. I do this. I have this flaw. But what do I do with this? And I want you to accept the person that God has called you to be and God created you to be. Like, seriously, be you. A lot of us say that we're we're us. A lot of people say that, you know, we being real, we ain't fake, all this other stuff. But are you being real with yourself? Do you really know yourself? Are you really walking in the authority of who God created you to be? Like, authentically. So I would leave you guys with the thought of just being you. Everything else does not matter. Ooh, y'all. I'm so thankful that T came on here because, one, she's dope, as y'all can hear. And I think that (laughs) she just is a person that gonna give it to you real and funky and just period. And she is herself all the time. Um, So I'm just thankful. And it was just so fitting, actually, of a power tool to come from you to say Mm -hmm. that. So, um... Y'all, make sure that y'all support CT. Let us know where we can follow you. Okay, so um, you can follow me at Tamisha ET on Instagram, Unleashing Souls on Instagram, and you can support me on visiting unleashingus.com. So that's where you can find me. And I want to thank you, Destiny, for having me. Like, this is so dope. This conversation is crazy dope. Like, I, listen, since when I met you, I'm just like, sis is so chill. But she's so funny. Like, I really appreciate you. And just, like, the things that you've spoken to me about, you're just, like, doing you're just doing it and I just love it. So I'm, I just can't wait to see the success in the things that you have coming out and the things that you're doing. I'm proud of you for like showing up every single day for your brand and for yourself. So I just want to thank you for having me. Girl, listen, I just am thankful that I have people like you that can just continue to Build me up, encourage me, that can root for me. Like, you know, it's like you getting those moments where I'm good. But then some days you need somebody to be like, girl, come on, episode yeah. two. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm just thankful for that. Like, to, I think there are moments when you want to be seen in your imperfectness mm-hmm. because that's who you, that's what you got. It's like, yep, this is who I am. So I hope somebody cool with it. Like, you know, yeah. so I'm thankful for our friendship and me being me because. This what you got. This what y'all gonna get. <laughs> um, okay, this is it. But I, as always, I thank y'all so much for listening. Everybody that's been rocking with me, um, I definitely have some things coming up that I'm excited about. So I'm just thankful all the new listeners. Hey y'all! Um, happy that y'all are here and listening to this episode. There's just so much power in our voices and who we're called to be and what we have going on. And I really, really, really hope that this episode inspires you, that it motivates you, and that it really calls you to be yourself, like to step fully into that thing. Like whenever I say the thing and you know what it is, whatever is tucking at you, step into it. Like write out the plan, call the person that you can trust that can hold you accountable to do it. Put some time restraints in place and go for it and tell me about it so um if you're doing something actually that's dope you want to have a power chest and you want to talk about it or you just want 
don't know, child. I just want to see what I got to say. You can send me an email at powerandpros at gmail.com. Of course, be sure to keep up with the show's Instagram at Power and Pros Podcast. And you can keep up with your girl at Zest of Desk. All of those ats are on Instagram. You can hit me on the email. And then, of course, you can um, keep up with the YouTube channel for new poems and writing challenges. So, as always, be sure to profess your power. And there's power in prose. Thanks, y'all. Bye.